When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What does Minnesota have the best of? 651-641-1071. What does Minnesota have the best of? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, no Bradley trainer. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Yes. And, Holly, you are asking the question, what does Minnesota have the best of? Yeah, I, I want us to brag. No Ooh, need to this be is so shy hard for us. or humble about this. And inspired to ask the question, 651-641-1071, if you want to weigh in on what Minnesota has the best of. Because I've been watching this back and forth on the internet between New York and Los Angeles. And there is a bagel war that is happening. A bagel war? Yes. The New York Times started a bagel war by claiming that the best bagels are in California, sorry, New York. Okay, I don't agree with that, nor do I believe that, but fine, okay. Now New York is outraged by this claim. Outraged. Outraged that California has the best bagels. They're like, no, we have the best bagels. But I don't care about that. Fight amongst yourselves about who has the best bagels. I want to know what Minnesota has the best of. I want to know what you think this state is triumphant in. And it could be anything. But let's brag. Let's do it. 651-641-1071. What does Minnesota have the best of? Let's go to the phones. Holly, who do we have first? Let's start with Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Jeremy, what does Minnesota have the best of? Uh, The wintertime. Our men dot in our counties for plowing snow and keeping our roads open and safe. They travel all over Wisconsin and Michigan, and they can't even compare to how good... Uh, our roads are kept clean. I, I agree with you, Jeremy. Thank yes. you for that. And I am sure that our friends at MnDOT also appreciate that because, you know, I bet, I think sometimes people do get complainy about plowing and how, how the plowing is going. Mm-hmm. No. no. We, you, mm-hmm. you haven't lived in another place where they're not on top of it. Live, laugh, plow. Live, laugh, plow. Holly, didn't you have a plow uh, name that you uh, submitted? Yeah, I did, and they didn't pick it, and I'm Rude. a little bitter about it. Thanks Rude. for bringing it up. Okay, but well, what was it so that we can honor it here? It was perfect. It was subtle. Large Marge Gunderson. It's so great. It brings together... Trucks. Trucks. Peewee. Mm-hmm. Fargo. Fargo. It's everything. Yeah. It's everything. Holly, I liked it. Thanks. Uh, who do we have next? Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Cheryl, what does Minnesota have the best of? 
Hi, I'm, I think Minnesota has the best of is the WNBA most winningest yes. team is the Minnesota Lynx. Yes. Championships. I love Come it. I love it. You are so right. The Minnesota Lynx. Yes, we can definitely brag about that in Minnesota. Thank you for your call. Have a great day. Um, we did get a tweet from AJ who said Minnesota has the best state fair. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. Oh my gosh. And I so, yes. I so badly hope that we get to have a state fair this year. Yeah. Because boy, that was a hard thing to say goodbye to during the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, Texas can be like, we got a big. No. 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 Minnesota has the best one. Mm -hmm. Who else do we have on the line, Holly? Uh, There's a caller now, and I'm going to ask their opinion. Okay. Wonderful. So here's what we're asking you What does Minnesota have the best of? 651 641 1071. This is inspired by the fact that New York and LA are fighting over who has the best bagels, which is dumb because the answer is New York, but whatever. I guess I've never had a bagel in LA. They might be fine. Who cares? The point is, in Minnesota, we are not very good at bragging on ourselves. So we wanted to give an opportunity for everybody to just brag on the state of Minnesota. There are so many things that we do best that we don't want anybody to know because that's how we keep the riffraff out, right? We don't let them know what's so great about us. But right here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we'll brag about it. Who do we have on the line, Holly? Let's go to James. Hi, James. James, what does Minnesota have the best of? Hi, James. Hi. What do we have the best of here? The Juicy Lucy's. Oh. nowhere else. Yes. Okay, here's my question, James. It's the million-dollar question. Oh, boy. Where has the best, where is the best Juicy Lucy? Oh, I had them in the, oh, my goodness. I think they're all good. Okay, really? But you have to say Matt's. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, that's my favorite. It's okay, James. I like you, them. Well, I, I, I had them in all of them, and... I appreciate your diplomacy. You don't want to make one of those Juicy Lucy's feel bad. Thank you for your call, James. Uh, Minnesota does have the best Juicy Lucy. I swear to you, when I'm in another place and I see something like that on the menu, I'm like, you're trying too hard and you're wrong. That's, no, that's what we do best. Uh, 651-641-1071. What does Minnesota have the best of? Uh, I know that we have another caller on the line. Holly, who's up next? Vicky. Hi, Vicky. Vicki, what does Minnesota have the best of? Four distinct seasons. I so love it. all different. Yes. Yes. I, you know, sometimes I think we don't fully appreciate that when we're in the dead of winter. But the truth is, the dead of winter is what makes you appreciate the summer so much more, right? Exactly. Yes. I love it. Thank you for your call. Have a great day. 651-641-1071. What does Minnesota have the best of? Who do we have next, Holly? Kay. Hi, Kay. Kay, what does Minnesota have the best of? Kay? Hi. Oh, my gosh. This is... Uh-oh. Did... Cell phone reception is apparently not what we have the best of. Yeah. But Bye, I Kay. can't tell you what Kay okay, said, say. so yeah, I'll tell speak us. on her behalf. But she said that Minnesota has the best parks and the best lakes. That is 100% true. Absolutely. It is so easy to uh, to find yourself in a place where you can have some serenity in the middle of the city. I had a friend from Boston who, the first time she came to visit, she said to me, wait a minute, your lakes are just like right in the middle of your... Or she's actually from New Jersey. But anyway, she lives in Boston now. But she was like, you just have lakes in the middle of your city? 
I was like, yep. They're just lakes. They're just lakes there. In the city. Lakes in the city. Yeah. So cool. Who else do we have on the line? Shauna's joining us. Hi, Shauna. What does Minnesota have the best of, Shauna? Meat raffles. Yes. Does anybody else even do meat raffles? Well, I don't know. I was thinking maybe Wisconsin. If they do, they're not as good as ours. Of course. I love it. Thank you for your call. Meat raffles. Um, Yes. Meat raffles. I prefer when meat raffles uh, intersect with bingo because then you really get the best of all worlds. 651-641-1071. What does Minnesota have the best of? Holly, who do we have next? Let's go to Josie. Hi, Josie. What does Minnesota have the best of, Josie? Hi, Josie. Hi. What does Minnesota have the best of? It has the best clinic, the Mayo Clinic. Yes, I love it. We can definitely brag about the Mayo Clinic. Thank you so much for your call, Josie. Down in Rochester, the best clinic, the best, uh, the best hospital. You're the best around. Anybody else, Holly? Uh, let's have Matt give us the final word. Perfect. Matt, you will get the final word on this. What does Minnesota have the best of? Hi, Matt. Hello. Hi. Hey, we have the best entertainment talk radio show. If you're not talking about us, I'm mad. Yeah. (laughs) I am talking about you guys. Thank you, Matt. That was the perfect ending. And your check is in the mail. Uh, (laughs) When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay. um, I've been waiting to talk about this all day. Uh, There are some rumors flying about that perhaps the TV show Grey's Anatomy might be winding down. We're going to talk about them. I'm going to remain calm after this on My Talk 107.1. Okay, we have to have a talk as a family on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on Vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Yes. And Holly, uh, I've heard the rumors. I've heard people talking. People will do that about my beloved show, Grey's Anatomy. What is it that you would like to ruin my life with right now? Oh, uh, not only your life, Colleen, but everyone who has stuck around for all 17 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. Seasons. 17. The showrunner of Grey's Anatomy is preparing for this season finale to possibly be Grey's Anatomy's series finale. This is BS. I refuse to believe this. I have lots and lots of thoughts. (laughs) 17 seasons, Colleen. That's a good one. We're not done. We are not done. We're not done. No, you know, listen. Well, here's what she told the Hollywood There's some nuance to this. Yeah, there's nuance to this. Now, Krista Viernoff is the showrunner over at Grey's Anatomy. She told the Hollywood Reporter, I'm planning a season and a finale that could function as either a season finale or a series finale. She Mm -hmm. said, I'm planning for both contingencies, and it's hard, and it's not ideal. It's not where I wish to be. Now, I read that, Colleen. And I think, what a wonderful gift Krista has given you, yeah. yes. the Grey's Anatomy loyalist. Yes, because if they did just a season finale and then the show didn't come back, we would be irate. Yeah. That is a good move, and also it gives such a huge tease that makes people want to tune in for the final episodes of this season. That said, 
Okay, I'm just going to like drop some spoilers. You know, if you haven't, I'm sorry, if you haven't been up to date with Grey's Anatomy for 17 seasons, I just don't think I'm going to be telling you anything that's going to ruin anything. You can't own other people's spoiler alerts. That's true. Spoiler you have to be responsible. Are self-managed experiences. So I saw this fan theory, and I think this is important, right? Like, so, okay, we can't control whether or not Grey's Anatomy will come back. We yes. just can't control that. We do know that Grey's Anatomy will not go on without Meredith Grey, played by Ellen Pompeo. So she does have a little bit of say in that. Um, she has a little bit of say in the sense that if like, if they do come back next season, she's going to be part of the cast. So here's the thing. This is the fan theory that I read today. Ellen Pompeo on Grey's Anatomy right now in season 17 has COVID. She is not doing well. We uh, left the mid-season finale not knowing if she's going to pull through. All right? She's going to pull through. This is my fan theory that I read somewhere. She's going to pull through, and here's why. Why? We know. We think we know. I believe we've seen scenes of her in the future. We know, likely that she actually will die later, late in life, after living a full life uh, as a surgeon, she will die from Alzheimer's the same way her mother did. The theory is that at the very beginning of every single episode, we hear Meredith Grey's voice narrating the show. And the theory is that that is her diary that she is reading. So in other words, if we know that she's going to live a long life and have a long career as a surgeon, she won't die at the end of the season. I have another theory, Colleen, for you on Grey's Anatomy that's based off of absolutely nothing, 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 nothing. (laughs) And my pure ignorance of the show. Okay, good. Not having watched a single episode of Grey's Anatomy. This is great. I can't wait to hear. But I was raised by television. Yes. So I know something. Yep. My theory now, based off of your fan theory yes. about the finale of Grey's Anatomy, what if that was all part of this hallucination thing mm. that the character is having right now? I don't even know the character. Her name is Meredith Grey. And we do. Okay, so here's the thing that I want to give you kudos because, because you've paid close, you've paid close enough attention to know she's hallucinating right yeah, now. Well, I've paid close enough attention, Colleen, because I care about you. Thank you. And I've been reading some of the headlines, being that this season, Meredith Grey has been receiving visitations. Yes. From Grey's Anatomy cast members of yore. Correct. Who are maybe possibly no longer in this dimension. Yeah, they've passed on. They've passed on. So my theory is, is that what you're talking about, Colleen, was all part of this collective hallucination. Interesting. And that she doesn't make it. Maybe the whole thing is like the Tommy Westfall universe insane elsewhere. Okay, if they do that, I will be mad because that is cheap and lazy. They would not do you dirty like that. If they did, I would be irate. (laughs) Irate. Listen, here's and okay, and here's the reality of it. Seventeen years is a really good run. Really, and if they did have to shut it down this year, I would go. What am I going to do with my Thursday nights? But okay, right, like. Mm You know, it's been a good run. We've been through a journey with Grays. There were seasons when it wasn't great. People fell off. Some people came back. I never left. I want to be very clear about that. I've watched every season of Grays. It's like my evening soap. 
It's your story. It's my story. I will be sad about it, but I will not be surprised. And I also will live. I will get through. It'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's actually a really good time for them to leave. Just in this storyline, let it be. Right. That Like 17 years is a really good run. And I don't know that. Well, I don't know. I'm only speaking for myself, but I don't know that anybody can really be truly devastated that a show goes off the air after 17 years. Yeah, because I'm really I admire your fandom of Grey's Anatomy, Colleen, because you've stuck it out every season, every season. Yes. I'm a super fan of shows that have been on for decades and I dropped out of those like 20 years yeah. ago. And yeah. my fandom has not sustained for... I'm I'm specifically talking about The Simpsons because yeah. that's my show. That's my story. That's my program. Bradley has the Golden Girls. Right. Colleen, you have Grey's Anatomy. Yes. I have The Simpsons. Correct. Our special stories. Dropped out of The Simpsons 20 years ago. Was actually kind of surprised at the news a couple of weeks ago that Fox had renewed The Simpsons for a 30 plus umpto season and that they're going to be on C- uh, episode 700 at some point. That's bonkers. Really soon. But if it, it was canceled, I would not be sad at all. And in fact, I checked out probably around the year 2000. Right. But sometimes it's okay to let these shows go. Right. We don't have to have these shows go on forever and ever and ever right. and ever. And there is like a time, you know, I got to be honest, like Grey's Anatomy, when Derek died, that was uh, Patrick Dempsey's character, her husband, McDreamy. When he died, it did the ch- it, it really had a change that it had to weather because he had been such an integral part of the show. And they did a great job doing that. I will also say Ellen Pompeo, she has been a B.A. lady boss. Mm -hmm. That woman held out for some serious money and she got what she asked for. And so, you know, I would also understand if it if it just is going to it's getting impossible for them to to make it anymore. It's just like so ding ding expensive. Yeah. And also, I think the showrunner in this, she was talking about the fact that she's doing two other shows at the same time that are starting up. One is a new Katie Seagal drama called Rebel. Hmm. And then there's the spinoff Station 19 that's been on for quite for yeah. a couple of years. And yeah. so I think it's just operating. She's like, we're on fumes. I wouldn't so, be surprised, too, if some because one of the things I think about is like I get I get sad about some of the characters, some of the actors who have embodied um, characters on Grey's Anatomy and like that they'll be out of a job. And, you know, who knows? I just hope their residual checks are mm. nice. Oh, I'm sure they are. But I bet that for some of them, there will be opportunities to make that crossover to Station 19. Because, by the way, the season return of Grey's Anatomy and Station 19 is one of those things where they're going to force you to watch both. And I hate that. That's the worst. Thank you. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is off, uh, but Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Hi. And we want to tell you about your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. Ooh, those crazy stupid idiots. They're to your right, they're to your left, and hopefully when you look in the mirror, there isn't one looking back at you. Oftentimes we find them in the state of Florida. Florida. Sometimes other places. 
Like where? Uh, Florida. Yes. Collier County, Florida. I feel like we visit there frequently. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we're finding a gentleman in Naples. Okay. That's probably why we visit Collier yep. County a lot. A Naples gentleman. Yeah. Uh, a Florida man. He loves Naples. Mm-hmm. Too bad that there's not an Areola Street in I know, Naples. in Naples, right? What a missed opportunity is, by well, city planners. And we just don't know. <laughs> well, deputies were called to a gas station in Naples, Florida, shortly before midnight on March 1st, because a witness said a suspicious man had nearly hit a gas pump. Ooh. And appeared to be under the influence. Uh, This guy, his name is Domenico. Apparently, he saw the deputy who was called to the scene and then immediately asked for help. Mm. You know, he called AAA because his car wouldn't start. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, But uh, apparently, he was like, I don't have any keys, which is suspicious. That's weird. How was he driving the car? Apparently, because he nearly hit a gas pump. Yeah. And appeared to be under uh, the influence. Now... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at his mugshot. He's Are under. You, he's under the influence. You're, of yeah. Woo. You're seeing that. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Now he's claimed. Domenico claimed that he didn't have the keys to the car, but he was rummaging through his pockets and then pulled out the keys. Oh, okay. So there they were. So there were the keys to the car. That's how you were making it go. Yes. And then the deputy called to the scene, asked Domenico for his driver's license okay. because that's a pretty standard issue thing when you're operating a vehicle and yeah. things happen. Whatever you know, your ID. So then he rifled through his pockets again. Mm -hmm. And this time, Colleen, Mm -hmm. he pulled out a little package, a small green package Hmm. that was labeled dank gummies. (laughs) Uh, Now, the deputy asked Domenico about the gummies, Domenico Mm -hmm. claiming they were normal candy. Sure. Mm-hmm. Clearly written cannabis infused sure. on the dank gummy label. The deputy oh. saw that it was labeled containing 500 milligrams of THC. Ooh. So, uh, is that yeah. stuff legal down in uh, Florida? No. Okay. No. And that's why this not recreationally. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why this happened. Now, deputies also said that Domenico had a package of medicated nerds ropes. Ooh. And those also medicated, can, medicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Domenico claimed his girlfriend had a medical marijuana card uh, and that this was legit. But uh, but he doesn't. Yeah. Also, uh, Domenico had a small baggie of cocaine. OK, so uh, he was so, busy. Yeah. It, it, sorry, Domenico. We're not buying that you say mm-hmm. it's Kool-Aid in the baggie like the kids used to do back yeah, in the day. Is that the kids still do that? I That's weird. Did you do that, Colleen? No. It was a, it was have been a '90s thing, but kids riding on the bus. Mm-hmm. This was a thing I think when I was in fifth grade. They would take Kool Aid mix with the sugar, lick their fingers. No, then dip them in the Kool Aid bag. Like homemade lickamade. Yeah, except nice. you didn't even have a fun like candy like stick. Like a candy. Yeah, you just used you your just dirty used your, fingers. Your dirty fingers. So gross. Ish. Also, people. Sorry. Side note. Before we move on, Domenico. By the way, facing charges of possession Shocking. of cocaine and possession of a controlled substance. People. Now, was this a thing? People used to buy giant jawbreakers. Oh yeah. That were the size of baseballs. Yes. So dumb. And then they kept on licking them. So gross. 
for what seemed like weeks days. and yes, days. Yes, for sure. Yeah, people did that in my day. Ugh. It's gross. Anyways. For our next story, we are going to Texas. Yeehaw! We are going to meet 58-year-old Eric Warren. He's from Woolforth, Texas. And uh, this is an incident that occurred back in 2019. He went to a car dealership uh, with an intent to test drive a BMW. And they were like, okay, here you go, sir. Here are the keys. And he, by himself, got in the BMW and did a little solo test drive. In and of itself, like actually kind of lucky, right? You had a little BMW for a while. Mm -hmm. He test drove that BMW to a bank. And then he pulled out something that looked like a gun and demanded Uh, mm $10,000. He got the $10,000 and then he headed right back to the dealership. And you know what he did? Uh, Did he rob them too? He used the $10,000 as a down payment to buy the car. I get where you're going yeah. for, man, but that's just not how it Well, works. you know, I don't know when the last time, actually, I do know the last time you bought a car. You don't just get to, like, sit down, sign a paper, and walk away with that car. It takes some time, right? You got to do, like, you got to, like, fill out the paperwork. There's a lot of waiting. The finance people get involved. It's a whole yeah. thing. It's not a quick experience. I guess I've never tried to just be like, here, yeah, take my big wad of cash and I'm going to drive this multi-thousand dollar piece of metal off right? your lot. Right? But then, while he was filling out the paperwork, the cops called the dealership and they were like, hey, FYI, one of your cars was just at the scene of a bank robbery. And they were like, oh, maybe it's this guy who has $10,000 now. And so they waited until the cops showed up. He was in court this week. He pled guilty to bank robbery. And he's been sentenced to 20 years in the clink. It's just not And they don't have BMWs in jail. No. No. You're not even going to be able to play with a matchbox car. No. 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 Now... For my next crazy, stupid idiot, I don't know if you guys... Did you guys talk about a Florida man who was speeding and had business to take care of? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. Did we? I don't... This does not sound familiar yet. Because he was fancy. A fancy man who had fancy business. No, definitely no. All right. So a Florida guy... Uh, surprise, we're in Florida again. Look it's a Florida that. hat trick. It, no. No. No, I was, I was in Texas. Oh, that's right. Well, it's half, it's like part of, it's a two-thirds hat trick. Sure. <laughs> it's like a visor trick. Okay. Get it? Because a visor yeah. is like a full hat. Okay, yeah. thanks. Uh, well, we're going someplace in Florida, and I don't know exactly where we're going, but a Florida man was arrested on Sunday after speeding through a crash site and then... Uh, being arrested but it's the reason why he said he was speeding that i'm calling him a crazy stupid idiot uh joshua joshua faces multiple charges of aggravated assault to an officer possession of cocaine oh drug equipment possession and a dui Ooh, that's a lot yeah this happened around 10 41 p.m and he was in a bmw as oh, well look at that. Oh, look we are at very that. bmw heavy very today. bmw heavy he was traveling 100 miles per hour in a 45 per Ooh. mile an hour zone okay that will that'll get some attention he sped around a barricade of cones and a marked patrol car with emergency lights activated. So, yeah. Okay. They caught up to Joshua, pulled him over, and were like, hey, honey, 
I mean, not in those words. Honey. <laughs> Honey. Why, Honey. Why are you speeding? Well, he said that he's a serious businessman, Colleen. See, I am serious, a serious businessman. Serious businessmen gotta go places. Sure. He's just a modern guy on the go. Busy guy. Busy guy in the BMW. I've got business at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel. So surely you wouldn't arrest me. A man in a BMW. Who's going to no, the Ritz. Doing business. You guys understand. I got business to take care of. Oh, what happened to him? They did arrest him then, oh, didn't they? Yeah, I gave yeah. you the litany of charges oh, sure, because yeah. not only was he speeding, is he yeah. had cocaine and oh, stuff my gosh. and whatever. And, and... Nobody's that important. Nobody is that important. Also, he doesn't... I don't know. I mean, listen, it's a mug shot, but he... He looks mildly proud of himself. Who smiles in their mugshot? Oh, he's very proud of himself. Yeah, he's uh, like, I'm, I'm fancy. Well, but Colleen, yeah. He, well, let's define fancy. That officers did note Joshua's wardrobe choice, where oh, he was okay. wearing an undershirt, boxer briefs, and a sock. Okay, okay, a sock. Yeah, he was not going to the Ritz Carlton. <laughs> not no. in that. He also, I believe they have a dress code. He also would grunt sexual noises oh. when officers would walk by him. Okay. I mean, right. maybe he was going to the Ritz-Carlton Hotel, but... I uh, think it's the motel. Yeah. I think there might have been some confusion about what that it's, actually was. It's the Mitz-Carlton yep. motel that he was headed to. Exactly. Yeah, not the same thing. No. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time. It is that time of day to play a little game. That game is called the Throwback Live. We are going to do just that after this with my friend Rocco on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 